a lot of people, they think, oh, just because you're young, you can't do anything. You're just sitting at home. You can't really say anything. But, like, no matter what age, in my opinion, you can make an impact. Just, like, you have to put your voice out there. You're listening to 14-year-old Zaina Matahan. Zaina was one of 37 children, 37 fifth graders, who survived the Paramus school bus crash back in 2018. Zaina and her classmates were injured in the horrific crash on Route 80 in Morris County, New Jersey. Zaina's teacher, Jennifer Williamson, was killed, and so was her best friend, Miranda Vargas. Zaina talks about first meeting her in kindergarten. She always put a smile on people's faces. Like, she was my best friend. I can't just, like, sit in the corner and, like, just, like, weep, like, sit in grief. Like, I wanted to do something in her honor, you know? And Zaina has honored her friend every day since that tragic crash on May 17th, 2018. I'm Jen Maxfield, host of the More After the Break podcast and the author of the book, More After the Break, A Reporter Returns to 10 Unforgettable News Stories. More After the Break returns to the news stories I always remembered, and I suspect you've been wondering about them too. The stories that were the lead in our newscasts, front pages of newspapers, home pages of websites, trending on Twitter, and then just faded away as reporters like me moved on to the next story. I remember the day of the Paramus bus crash. I was standing in the middle of the Gothels Bridge, reporting on the new bike lanes on the bridge that was going to open that weekend, and I got a call from our assignment desk. And without even saying hello, the voice on the other end said, where are you? And you know when you're a reporter, when you get a call like that, that whatever you're working on is not airing that day because there's breaking news and you need to get to it. But when I heard that the breaking news was a school bus in New Jersey that had crashed with children on board on their way to a field trip, the first thought I had was not about racing to the news story. It was about could one of my three children be on that bus? And before I could move from the middle of that bridge connecting New Jersey and Staten Island, I got on the phone and I checked my email. I called my kid's school and I called my husband to reassure him that our children were not on the bus that day. But I think that before I even got in the live truck to race to that news scene, I had an appreciation and an empathy for what all of those parents would be going through that day, wondering if their kids were on that bus. So photographer Yvonne Reyes and I got back into the live truck and raced back to New Jersey. And eventually we learned that we were going to Eastbrook Middle School in Paramus. And that's where the children who had been on the bus that crashed were from. And when Yvonne and I got there and the children were dismissing from the school, we thought that perhaps we could interview a child who had been on the bus that crashed that day. And what we didn't realize at the time was that every single child and every single adult who was on that bus was still in the hospital. Everybody on board was either injured or killed. But we did manage to speak with some classmates and schoolmates of the children who had been on the bus and I recorded some of it on my phone. So take a listen. This is a classmate of Zaina and her friends from Paramus. And you could even hear his voice shaking as he describes what happened. We don't really know what's going on. Like, st as I said before, stuff started trickling in. We, we thought it was like just a drill and people were joking around. 
Well, it was not a joke. Zaina and 37 of her friends were rushed to local hospitals. The bus driver had gotten lost on the way to Waterloo Village, the field trip, and he tried to make a U-turn in the middle of the interstate highway using one of those official turnaround lanes, and he had slowed down so much that a dump truck traveling behind them slammed into the bus. Zaina needed stitches above her eye, and she had a concussion from the force of the impact. But I didn't meet Zaina for another three weeks when she and her family granted me an exclusive interview, one of the few with a child who had survived the crash. I remember at the time she read me some of her get well cards. You have been through a lot, but do not be sad. She was shy, not quite ready to talk to the stranger who had descended upon her living room. I understood. My son is the exact same age, and I knew that Zaina had been through a lot, and I didn't want to push it. So we played a couple of hands of Uno. She beat me, by the way. And I spoke with her parents, and that was it. In Paramus, New Jersey, I'm Jen Maxfield. More than four years later, Zaina recalls her first time on the news. I was so nervous. Like, I was playing with Legos, and I would say, like, two words. You spoke for 12 seconds. I timed it. I went back and watched the story, and you spoke for 12 seconds. Yeah, there's clearly a big difference from then. My story with Zaina had ended, but hers was just beginning. She spoke before Congress later that year to advocate for bus safety reforms. And that's where we picked it up when I visited Zaina and her family at their house last month. You said, I can't change what happened to me but I can help make a change to help other kids on school buses stay safe. And maybe that's the legacy of what happened with you, right? I mean, you can't change what happened. No one can. You yeah. can't turn back time. But you can try to prevent another tragedy from happening. Is that how you view it? Like just trying to take something tragic and make something constructive out of it? Obviously, we can't go back in time and like change it. But like if we could stop that, that'd be like amazing. To prevent it. Yeah, to prevent it from any, anything like that ever happening again. It's not like you're just sitting here in, like, grief. Like, you're actually making an impact. So, like, you feel good because you know that what you're doing is going to help prevent stuff like that happening in the future. So, like, you wouldn't have to see that ever again. Like, if I were to open the news, I wouldn't see it again. Zaina is still coping with surviving the crash that killed her best friend. She recently wrote an essay about it for English class and read it for us. We were in the middle of the highway. I was shivering and asking for my mom. Suddenly, a person walks up to us, handing us his phone so we can call our families. When I called my mom, I didn't tell her what happened. All I told her was that my friend's mom was going to bring me home. Almost four years after that horrible day, Zaina gathered the courage to go on another field trip with her ninth grade. I think like a month ago, I went on my first field trip like since that accident. But like our school, we didn't take a bus. We have these vans and we didn't have enough. So some of us went in the teacher's car and I was one in the teacher's car. What was that like, the first field trips? I don't know, it was kind of weird. It was sitting there like, oh, I hope nothing happened. But at the same time, I was like, okay, but I'm kind of have to get used to it if I'm going to have to do this in the future. Like it's not going to be, I'm not going to have my parents be driving me everywhere. It's kind of like another step yeah. in your healing process of being able to do things like that. Zaina and her family are still in touch with Miranda's family. They bring her mother Lorena gifts for Mother's Day every year. And Zaina wears Miranda's photo on a bracelet that reads, 
a piece of my heart is in heaven. But Zena says in the four years since I first met her, in the four years since she spoke for 12 seconds on the news, she has found her voice. It also gets me more involved in stuff. Like when I was younger, I was like really, really shy. Like I would not talk to people whatsoever. I feel like now I've improved a lot. Like I'll talk to people a lot more and I'll get more comfortable with people a lot quicker because I've had all these experiences and opportunities to like put my voice out there and speak. Zaina Madahen, age 14. I'm so proud of her and I'm so thankful that I reconnected with her and her family. I get to witness how she's thriving in high school. She's still an exceptional math student. She told me that after going through several other career choices like pediatrician and CIA agent and astronaut, she's now thinking that she wants to use her math skills to prosecute financial crimes. So that's her current goal. She's doing Model UN. She's happy in her first year of high school, but certainly she'll never forget that day back in 2018. Zena's story and the story of the Good Samaritans who stopped to help her and her classmates are in Chapter 7 in my book, More After the Break, a chapter I titled Paramus Strong. That was a slogan that the Bergen County town developed in the wake of the devastation from the crash. They are still healing. The kids are still growing. There will be more after the break. Until next time, I'm Jen Maxfield. Thanks so much for listening to more after the break. We will be uploading new podcast episodes and you can find us on your favorite podcast platform. For more after the break, I'm Jen Maxfield.